0: and welcome back to Squat Cobbler special Squat on the Issues edition. I am Kelly
1: at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L
0: on Twitter and Instagram.
1: And I am Dr. Mike at Official Pagan on everything and now will be a good time to let you guys know to like and subscribe because as you know from our Squat on the Issues episodes you're gonna get mad and forget to
0: do it later. That's right because it's, it's powerful powerful stuff.
1: It is. And I mean, you know, we just converse about the most thought-provoking, deep, well topics that you can possibly imagine. And sometimes it divides people. Sometimes it makes people look inside themselves and become confused by the things they see. It makes you question who you are as a person. So what's our first topic today, sir? Breast armor.
0: <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so,
1: so allow me to allow, allow, allow me to expand. <laughs> Do you need to, though?
0: <laughs> really, you know, it's, I know it's... A, Let's
1: all take a moment and picture what that means to you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then for clarification, on a recent episode of The Mandalorian, they've introduced more Mandalorians. And actually, they're starting to introduce uh, Mandalorians from the Clone Wars, which is really cool to have these animated characters coming forward. And Bo-Katan, who was a major character in Clone Wars, is now in the live-action thing. And the the new Mandalorians that showed up, two were female and one was male. And, of course, the main character Mandalorian's male. And the female Mandalorian's chest armor is different. <laughs> it uh, reflects the female form a little bit. And And this is consistent with Clone Wars. That's how how it was in Clone Wars. And I was quite surprised. I didn't really... I mean, all I thought was, wow, they just nailed the Clone Wars depiction uh, of this character. And uh, then I started kind of picking up on Twitter some some people who were quite put out by the fact that the female Mandalorian armor differed from the male Mandalorian uh, armor. And they were just like, oh, come on, I can't believe this. And I... Just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I didn't, I didn't understand the concern. And so I thought it'd be a good squat on the issues topic to find out one, did it concern you, Mike? And if so, why? (laughs) And if it didn't concern you, maybe we can explore that a little bit further as well. But I know what your your uh, first thoughts were on this.
1: So just to recap where we're at right now, basically what Kelly is saying is that all you women complaining about that should shut up and go make him a sandwich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to refine that <laughs> a little bit, which is to say a very powerful female character has been introduced into the universe and why are you getting hung up on what she's wearing versus her general awesomeness? But that's just me. <laughs> so. And she doesn't need to make me a sandwich <laughs> at all.
1: There you go. So just, she, just to she refine that. She would kick my butt. As long as you're wearing sexy clothes, you don't have to make Ellie a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we no, got yeah. it. So all anyway. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So, so let uh, – uh, Dead on accurate. Basically. Why, why,
0: why don't you share a little <laughs> bit of your opinion so that I can offer some <laughs> clarifying so, points um, to that.
1: I have not watched Clone Wars. My Star Wars, and we've talked about this uh, when I was a guest on Nurture and Support, a show that Kelly and Mel do. They did a Star Wars episode, and I was on there, and my Star Wars knowledge is not quite as deep as theirs, in the sense that mine is mostly limited to a handful of the video games and the core feature films, and now The Mandalorian. Just for a quick rundown, three best Star Wars movies, Phantom Menace, Holiday Special, Ewoks Battle for Endor. Three best Star Wars movies, (laughs) Facts. Kelly will fight you the same way he will fight Chuck Garrick if you get in his way and he will steal your woman and unless she's wearing something sexy she's in the kitchen where she belongs those are Kelly's words (laughs) so are they? Are they really? I'm pretty sure that's exactly I don't know, what it's they Don't feel like my I'm words at all. Voting. For a second I was like, am I Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a tip for you. No. No, you're not. I so have not watched Clone Wars familiar in a broad sense of it, because I know a lot of people who liked it. So from, from that sort of vague familiarity, I understood to some degree that these were characters from Clone Wars. Couldn't tell you who they were, couldn't tell you the role that they played, but I got that this was a tie-in to Clone Wars just from the sort of peripheral knowledge of it that I have, from osmosis of being around people who are into it. So I got that. I was, you know, excited to see more Mandalorians. I did like, and it was done in a subtle way. You get more of a sense of what's going on with the Mandalorian culture as a whole just by seeing some people who are maybe a little different. Than the Mandalorians that we've seen up until this point. I'm going to be honest with you. At no point during watching this episode did I even notice the chest armor.
0: Yeah, I mean, because it, it's not like you know, it's not like a, a Madonna-esque <laughs> massive cones pointing out into into space type of thing. It's 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 a silhouette, and I so I, I lack the the anatomy to, to fully assess the practicality or impracticality. Of a little more room up there. But I don't know. It seems to me like it might be a good idea. I don't know. But I didn't I didn't notice it either beyond, like I said, my excitement of saying they're nailing this character from the – and she's in Rebels a little bit too, I think. But they're nailing this character uh, big time. Uh, I mean, it's right on the money. And it was a cool, super cool character in the other series. And so I was just excited to have them part. And the actress, Kay Sackhoff, who played Starbuck in uh, Battlestar Galactica, big fan, love her. And she has, you know, this is kind of a second major badass that she's playing. And uh, it's super cool to kind of see her back in something and her playing a cool character. And it's just dead on. So I didn't notice it. And I guess no one else did in the Clone Wars
1: <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> now it's coming up. Well, uh, I wonder too. So I'm not, I, again, not being a Clone Wars guy, I don't know how far the popularity of that stretches. So do you think it's because Mandalorian maybe has more casual fans, whereas Clone Wars is more of the hardcore Star Wars fans. So is this being introduced to the more casual fans for the first time? Maybe. I think, I think that that's a, that's a good chance. i th- I'm,
0: very confident that the majority of the people who are expressing concern about this probably don't even know there was a Clone Wars. <laughs> you know, there's, and so they don't, they don't really have a frame of reference there at all. But I mean, they're not breaking new ground here in the breast armor world. <laughs> I guess I, I believe if we, not that I'm a student, uh, but I believe if we go back, Pepper Pot's Iron Man suit had accommodations. I think Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, they're, they're, uh, armor or uniforms had accommodations so uh for for wasps so it's not like this is the first time it's ever been done and it's you know these are and it's not that comic Joel
1: book. Joel Schumacher's Batman costumes had nipples.
0: There you go. And where was the outrage? Well, there was outrage, but I don't think it was just because. I mean, it was. I think the concept. <laughs> I think it was the overall
1: <laughs> creepiness of the yeah. costume. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't. So what's the theory there? <laughs> what? What? For, the, for what, the nipples? For the nipples. What's the on the male and the, female characters? <laughs> yeah. And what's the math? I
0: don't get. I don't get. <laughs> uh, I'm building armor and nah, needs a nipple. <laughs> you know, just yeah. I don't. It. uh. I don't get it.
1: I just have to assume that Alfred, when he was putting those costumes together, was deeply concerned about chafing. Providing a
0: little more room, I guess.
1: I don't know. <laughs> That's... Uh, Alfred had a lot of chafed nipple issues in his earlier days. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I think probably from different sources than a bat costume. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. You don't... I really can't. He's like,
1: Listen, I've climbed into more than one leather outfit in my day. Yeah, Nipple you, chafing's real. Yeah, so
0: I'm <laughs> looking out for you. I got your back or your front, I guess, in this case. But anyway, <laughs> you know, and maybe I'm just a Luddite on some of this stuff. But I just, I, I don't really get the outrage, particularly because to me, it's taking away from, hey, they've just introduced a character that's probably as tough and as effective as anyone else in this, in this whole series. And who's going to likely have an interesting character arc, particularly because she's the one in line. Uh, to become the Mandalore, become the leader of, of Mandalore, because her sister Sabine, who was kind of, sort of, Obi-Wan Kenobi squeeze, she got killed uh, by Darth Maul. Oh, by the way, folks, spoilers. Sorry. So much
1: for the first couple seasons of Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but, uh, well,
0: she's she's a major character, and to get kind of hung up on accurate to previous depictions costuming that's not gratuitous in my opinion it's kind of they're kind of missing the boat i mean and cara dune earlier and you know we haven't seen her much this uh this season but i mean mandalorian's not short on strong female characters which is you know somewhat of a departure from the core star wars thing is to kind of really have some of these folks up front and center and, and equal so like i said i just don't get it
1: yeah, I, I didn't see what the outrage was about. But to be honest, I feel like this season of The Mandalorian is... And maybe it's just maybe it's just because the first season caught everybody by surprise. There was a lot of people who weren't totally in love with the most current trilogy of films and weren't really sure where, you know, the series was going to go. And then the solo movie gave them their first, uh, at least dollar for dollar economic failure of the Star Wars franchise. So I, I think there was maybe some unsure footing. And then first season of the Mandalorian, I, I think it's fair to say went above and beyond anybody's expectations. So maybe people are just have such a microscopic focus on season two, looking for issues, but I I've seen some strange concerns <laughs> about different things in this season online, not just the armor choices, but of course uh baby Yoda snacking on some eggs. Now, yep. Kelly is a staunch conservative you know I let you run
0: I let you run with a lot of this stuff I just gotta kind of laugh it up but I'm gonna ask as a favor in the future if you're gonna spin a yarn let's let's keep let's leave that one. Off the table, I and mean, maybe come up with something else if you if you don't mind. Sure, sure.
1: For this though, you should just censor it out and really badly <laughs> put something just like static or something over me saying that. <laughs> yep, I th- yes, I think I will. <laughs> but I've seen people draw comparisons, and I, again, I think it was meant to be like funny, and you know, Baby Yoda just being crazy and mischievous, <laughs> and boy. His eating things like eggs is going to maybe lead to trouble later in the episode. And that's all I took it as. Then I saw Facebook (laughs) the next day. And I saw a lot of people drawing comparisons to pro-choice, pro-life issues, which what the hell? (laughs) Like, I I, I think that is just way, way off the radar. I can't speak for other people, but I'm certain not what anybody making that was thinking at the time, (laughs) particularly Disney. I don't think they were going into that like, this is the way we weighed in this issue, a puppet. (laughs) And then, of course, other people saying that it vilifies Baby Yoda. And maybe seeing a much darker meaning behind it what was your take on that i actually physically said stop <laughs> a few
0: times when watching it i really wanted baby yoda to stop eating those eggs i just <laughs> i didn't think it was right but I, I don't think it comes from a demonic intent although there are oh. people there are people who are out there who are kind of going right oh, you remember when he force choked Cardoon. you know it's like he's he's got dark side energy going on i was like no the dude eats <laughs> i mean if you just watch the old, he's an eater he likes he likes his food and it's a little tough to kind of know because i believe they say he's like it's either 30 or 50 years old is what he
1: 50 it, i believe yeah. is what they
0: said in the first episode yeah and so if that's 50 and yoda was 900 it i'm trying to do the math to figure out but <laughs> yeah, I was it kinda, gonna say, you're
1: getting into math now i'm gone <laughs> it,
0: it, it, it makes him close to a five-year-old in my opinion so it's a five six-year-old i think if you assume a, a linear age progression uh, there are those arguing it's an s-shaped curve but i don't know but he uh so he's five or six and so a five or six-year-old uh if there's candy on the table it's gone <laughs> so right. i think those are candy to him so uh, yeah i didn't i didn't get uh additional messaging on no. a significant issues across the country or a vilification of baby Yoda. I really, really wanted him to stop. <laughs> just, and I really <laughs> felt the, uh, the last one, you know, was that extra, <laughs> you know, extra kick in the gut. <laughs> kind of, it's like, how did he manage to do that? But I was just feeling for frog lady. Cause this is, you know, and then, yeah, they're they're also arguing that he's extinguishing an entire
1: species. <laughs> I saw that, too. People saying that it was a metaphor for the imperialist genocide of indigenous peoples.
0: Yeah. Or, <laughs> or it's not. <laughs> I mean, the, they did Frog Lady, who that is actually how she's credited in all the material and action figures and such right now is Frog Lady. She uh, said, this is the last of my line, which I assume meant more her family tree versus my species. But even then, I don't think that was Yoda's intent. I mean, baby Yoda's intent or the child's intent. I'm taking these frog people out. I've had it with them. So, And I don't think he was eating metaphorically. I think he was eating physically. I love that. Yeah. He wasn't eating metaphorically. Nope. I don't believe so. So what have you thought about the the second season overall?
1: I'm not disappointed so far.
0: Yeah, I've only so I it was was it. We talked a little bit before the show, but it wasn't this most current episode, but the one before. It, I I felt it was it. It didn't have the same amount of plot motion that most of the other episodes had, and so I originally was kind of like, eh, I'm pretty cool to this episode. But then I went back and th- thought about season one and it was one where it was front-loaded with a bunch of super-strong episodes. It finished with a couple of strong episodes, and then there were there were some in the middle that weren't bad, but no. they just kind of paled in comparison to other episodes of the season. They weren't, you know, as strong, and they weren't... Your expectations just got higher around, you know, a lot of stuff's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of stuff moving along. It was just less... So I think, I mean, it. they hit in season one. It, you know, Season one wasn't pitch perfect and there were a couple moments that were you know that it, it just kind of dragged dragged on a little bit it drags maybe a little bit strong but it just didn't have the pacing that the killer episodes do so i've i've yeah, enjoyed there's it.
1: definitely a couple episodes that have more of that anthology feel like the adventure of the week style yep. rather than necessarily propeing, propelling i'm sorry the overall story
0: yeah, and I was just hoping against hope. Again, I guess spoiler, folks. In terms of if you're not caught up to Mandalorian, we're kind of telling you a lot of stuff. But I had a desire that
1: the. Uh, so that I'm just p- picturing your face when I said that—that's <laughs> why you have to leave that in. Your reaction was amazing. <laughs> just cut out what I said, but you have to leave the visual. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, can, we can do that.
0: I gotta have a lot of editing on this one. Um, I didn't
1: mean it to be that way, but, <laughs> but worth it. When you see your face, you'll get it. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, I was hoping that Baby Yoda was protecting the eggs. That he was, he was swallowing them <laughs> to it's somehow, so yes, because he wasn't chewing. These were. This was just, it's oops, true. Yes. He was just swallowing so, them. So <laughs> I thought maybe he had a bigger. Pe- well, I got to – They got a. You know, I got to take care of these because there's I foresee problems coming ahead. But no, it doesn't appear that
1: way. <laughs> I One of the people I was watching with did say, "Do you think he's like incubating the eggs?" That's
0: what I was hoping for. but I don't,
1: and I was like, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> he's <laughs> eating
0: them <laughs> yeah, because it appears to be it appears to be eating. So we'll see. But, yeah, no, so I think it's a great uh, – it's still a great show. Really, really kind of enjoy it. So we'll move on to kind of the uh, the other outrage of the week that has me scratching my head, which is, you know, close friend of the show, Harry Styles, <laughs> appeared in, in uh, on a Vogue cover recently in a dress. And you made a really good point because you hadn't seen much on this, Mike. No. Is that you brought the cover up and you couldn't even 100% – from the cover No, that was a dress because you were talking about what were your thoughts on the, the cover
1: so i i saw a number of posts about somebody in a dress so i knew this was a thing but i didn't know who it was what the context was i didn't know it was our our close personal friend harry styles yep. but and obviously you know we're day one one direction supporters here so not like hanson no holy <laughs> so a- we, apples and oranges. we chose sides yeah So obviously, you know, great friends with him. But uh, when I pulled up the picture, honestly, it just looks like a really ugly shirt (laughs) because it's cropped. It's cropped at his waist. So you just kind of see the the pattern of it. (laughs) I guess you can't really see that that's a dress. I mean, knowing that it's a dress. Sure. If I didn't know that, though, that's a terrible shirt. That's all that is.
0: Yeah. And so. Again, so my knowledge of men in dresses is about as deep as my knowledge of breast armor. But bear with me. It seems to me... Well, I have a
1: story about Kelly in dress.
0: (laughs) It seems to me that the mothers of invention, by the way, shouldn't be in dress. I mean, this has nothing to do with the issues people have. It's just they, they are... Kind of a, a scary looking lot. The original mothers of invention were, they were some grim looking dudes, <laughs> and, and and putting them in dresses uh, was unpleasant to me, <laughs> but didn't cause out you know was maybe a little bit of shock. Original Alice Cooper group, not a stranger to dresses. So I you know David Bowie, not a stranger to a dress. Captain Picard wore a dress, you know. So I I don't quite understand on duty. Yes, that was the dress, the the dress uniform. I don't know if they had like a pun going there or not, but uh, next generation, when they were wearing their formal attire, old Jean Luc was rocking a dress. I mean, well, I guess you, I mean,
1: yeah, it was a dress as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it was a skirt. So Kelly just said Professor X is not a real man. <laughs> I don't believe I said that. <laughs> there's, there's lots
0: of things I haven't said on the show that have been. <laughs> Lots of acts so just <laughs> uh,
1: so we'll have you to... guys won't hear that but look at Kelly's reaction it was good <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was painful
0: Now, now I'm basically panicked. Wait, I'm waiting and <laughs> wait i'm waiting for the okay i got it pretty good there i wonder if i could amp it up a little bit so i just we don't need that there seem to be some people really riled up about it we're kind of in a mode where we want to get riled up about something all the time breast armor dress i don't know if i understand the rationale coming from the people who are deeply concerned about this is that it is in it's an attempt to redefine masculinity and to say this is what masculine is i mean i'm sure you were profoundly affected when you finally <laughs> yeah. did see the cover started to question my genitals of fell off when i <laughs> that uh,
1: that <laughs> when uh, you explained to me that, that was a dress and not just an ugly shirt yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: i so i don't get the concern i can get Maybe you know. Maybe it's not something somebody thinks looks great. <laughs> you know, but I just—I don't
1: know. I don't know why you get worked up about it. Seems odd. So first off, let me ask you: <laughs> Have you ever worn a dress? Um, You've yes. already thought way too long about this. Yes. So, of course it's so yes. yeah, I, I <laughs> know it's yes. There's, there's no no that yeah. starts with huh. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean it's a it's a it's a boring story. <laughs> and so uh, go on. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it. um. Yes. So you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. We need to hear the story now. Oh, You've is... already alluded to the fact that there is a story.
0: Yeah. Oh, but was, okay. But yeah. But I mean, this is be painfully boring for everyone. But okay. You ask for this thrilling story, you'll get the thrilling story. Remember, I'm not bringing it up because I think it would be interesting. I'm bringing it up because I'm he's going to be a pain in the butt if I don't tell the story now. <laughs> so a very young, I would guess, eight year old Kelly bunch of kids in the neighborhood. And we thought, hey, it'd be really cool to try and fool our parents into thinking one of us was a new girl who moved into the area. And I grew up Boy, this is, this is a painful story. <laughs> I grew up in a largely Mennonite community, and the, the some of our our best friends growing up were uh, some folks that were Mennonite that were kind of just, just behind our house. And so they kind of had the treasure trove of Med- Mennonite finery, <laughs> which, which includes... So Mennonite are like, you know, hip Amish. They're, you know, they can use electricity and do a lot of stuff, but still pretty, pretty conservative, uh, very religious. And so the very plain to the ankle black dress and bonnet is in play on a regular basis. The exact kind of outfit you need. You
1: meant with them, not with you. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right with them. For yeah. a second I was just like, wait, what? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. No, we were we were the Roman Catholic. Like I
1: realized I look great. <laughs> so yeah. that's been a staple nope. of my
0: wardrobe. Nope. Nope. Uh the uh no. <laughs> so but it would be effective if you wanted to because you you got the big bonnet that can kind of obscure the face and uh, basically a formless sack (laughs) to kind of of do that. So we tried to, and I don't really know how I drew the short straw in this one, but I was the one. Uh, And uh, so then we kind of went up to the parents snickering, thinking we were fooling. Obviously, you know, eight-year-old thinking is not smart. No one was fooled, easily busted. I'm in a dress. (laughs) And I ran away. So, not from home, (laughs) just away from the embarrassment
1: of our failed
0: trick. Like I said, really hurt to tell a story because I know it sucks. It's not a great story, but Mike made me.
1: I have so many questions. So, first off, and this is more of an observation, and I don't know why I thought this. When you said you were all, you know, standing around looking for something to do the one day, for some reason I was like, instead of a lemonade stand, they did a little kid drag review for money. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) It was like Undercover Boss, I think.
1: <laughs> we were ahead of our time. And then, of course, as you're telling the story, I'm like, why was Kelly the one chosen? That's, to a, be? Great, that's a great – because I wasn't
0: yeah. – as I – and this is, you know, it's a long time ago. I do not recall raising my hand <laughs> by kind of going like, so who – I think I just fit the dress the best. <laughs> so I really – it pains me that I shared that story. <laughs> I just want to not personally apologize the to, was the, appreciated it. to the universe that <laughs> that story had to be <laughs> told because it's not much of one. So what will become a much more interesting tale, uh, and we'll only <laughs> ask you to talk about oh the first seven times that you've been uh, in a dress, <laughs> but... Or just a couple. So your first, you know, because I don't really even need to ask
1: if. <laughs> no, I've never been in a dress, Kelly, because I'm a man. That's right. <laughs> stop, stop redefining my masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Liberal. Yeah. Pretty young, I think. Probably Maybe a little bit younger than you. Maybe like seven. So I had pierced ears at a pretty young age. So, but that wasn't like anything non-masculine other than the fact that I have both of my ears pierced. And I've, since I was probably about 12, painted my toenails to the degree that the tiny humans at one point when I, because normally they're just black. At one point I, so I put, and I posted this on social media. I was like, Hey, I'm thinking about changing my toenail color. What do you guys think I should do? Like to kind of get a consensus. And then our friend Pat breaks from Psychotica immediately just overruled everybody and told me. <laughs> What it was going to be. So I went with that color. He was right. It was good. <laughs> so I went with that color and the tiny humans, because they'd only known my toenails as being black, apparently thought my toenails were black. <laughs> that was just the color that they were. So when they saw them, they're like, what happened to your feet? And I was like, oh, I changed the color of the nail polish. Like you wear nail polish. <laughs> this was all incredible news to them. So they were, they were like reeling while I was offended that they had apparently for years just believed my toenails were black. <laughs> so, but there's pictures and I have joked about it before. There's pictures of me in early Halloweens in, in a dress with some sort of like weird makeup and stuff like that. And the first couple are like Halloween when I'm seven, Halloween when I'm eight. And then there's one that's like, I'm older Maybe 12, 13, probably around the Marilyn Manson tour time. And it's definitely summer. <laughs> and I'm by a pool with a ball gown on <laughs> and boots. <laughs> so, so that was a thing for a while, I guess. Not in a long, long time. I don't, I I, don't I th- think, I guess, wait, I think you need to clarify. <laughs> I don't think
0: it was a thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think you chose. <laughs> to do... well, I'm pretty confident the. The summer <laughs> ball gown boot combo was not like on fire
1: during. It. Oh, no, no. I didn't mean a thing for the general public. <laughs> yeah. I meant a thing for me. For okay. A while. Yeah. Good. Because
0: yeah.
1: yeah. something that I was just apparently a choice for a period of time that was happening. And then not for a really long time until I was on our friend Dylan's show where I dressed yeah. as a nun. Yep. <laughs> on Dylan's show, he did a show about gender, and I was on there along with our friend Bronwyn, and she dressed as. She doctor who I probably that would. That I believe would be. it was doctor who, and I can't remember which doctor and I was a nun. And what was funny about my costume was that was a real nuns habit because I was pricing out the costume nun habits, which cost more than the real thing. <laughs> so, the adult costume, like nun costumes, were like 40 dollars. An actual nun's habit from like a religious supplier was like thirty dollars or something like that. So the joke was cheaper if I wore a real nun's outfit. Well, a fishnet is
0: expensive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so the Halloween nun outfit. <laughs>
0: It's going to carry that extra load.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it was never, uh, I'm sure my conservative Christian dad probably wasn't super thrilled (laughs) about some of it, but yeah, it it was never, never a big, too big a deal, I guess. My friends never seemed bothered by it, so it was never anything that seemed to be an issue with anybody who was my age. I'll put it that way. But yeah, I was unaware that this had happened, and what's more bizarre to me is I feel like like, I'm not young. I'm 38 years old. And if I really didn't get that much of a hard time from people when I was a kid, why are we talking? Yeah. About this? about Like, why are people outraged by this now? I don't. don't get me wrong. I'm sure I got a few comments. But oh, like, yeah. if you really wanted to make people angry around here, you wore a Dallas Cowboys jacket. <laughs> Which I did. Starter jackets, the the company starter, they was were a big thing when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So every year, you know, every kid would get like their favorite team, like the starter jackets. And of course, being in Philadelphia, the rival team of Philadelphia was Dallas Cowboys. I would get a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket. It would make my father angry, first off, as a big football guy, because he knew that I never watched I didn't care. It was literally just for the reactions from people. <laughs> didn't care at all. We would be walking in public places like through a mall or something like that. Grown men would scream at me, <laughs> start cursing at me, throw things at me. Where my dad my dad was nearly getting into fist fights defending something that he knew was just me messing with people. It was yep. me trolling people at 12 years old. <laughs> so
0: yeah, and cuz we all know, you know, when it comes to a calm, well thought out Response of disagreement. There is nobody better than Philadelphia fans. Right, <laughs> any any crowd in Philadelphia is <laughs> the most well-behaved, polite group of people you could ever run across. <laughs> and so, <laughs> only
1: good things happen
0: here. O- only
1: good things. So,
0: yeah, that would that would uh, curly curly do it. And uh, surprised you're still with us, but <laughs>
1: congratulations <laughs> on that. I remember going to church with my family. And somebody saying something in the middle of mass to my family about, it. like, how dare you let him come in here wearing that? Because I was not only offending him at that point, but God. That's right. <laughs> By wearing that. So, like, that got a much bigger reaction than me wearing a dress. <laughs> so it's not like he was wearing a Dallas Cowboys dress.
0: <laughs> like, and you didn't, like, throw the jacket up on the crucifix or anything like that. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just want to make sure. Because there may have been a reason. <laughs> Okay, well, we said we, these things puzzled us, <laughs> and so we kind of thought, eh, it might be good to kind of talk. You know, in retrospect, maybe it wasn't such a good idea, given some of the turns this conversation has taken. But uh, the good news uh, is,
1: though, this isn't a Google Hangout, so they can't take it away. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have to publish it. <laughs> so, you just edit that one part.
0: Just, you got to leave your reaction. It's great. It, uh, we'll, we'll see.
1: Okay. So I give up. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Make sure you like and subscribe. All right, I'm going to stop the broadcast.